Welcome to This Is Not Investment Advice. As always, I'm your host. This podcast is for educational entertainment purposes. Only I'm not a registered investment advisor. I'm going to tell a story. And uh, before we go on, um, this is going to be a little different of an episode. So when I was probably 26 to 27, I was living at this apartment complex renting a room in Southern California. I met this guy, a uh, nice guy, and he was like, he had to be in his young 40s, and he told me a story. And he had had it all. He had had a mortgage company. He was a part owner. He was making $800,000 a year. By the way, um, if you own a business and you're making eight hundred grand a year, that means the business is paying for everything, your car, everything, you know, your dinners, all that stuff. Um he had a Lamborghini that he shared with a partner. He had a crazy house. Guess what he was left with? A watch. That's it. And that wasn't the only person I met like this. I, I met these people that had all these great stories about how much money they made and how much fun it was. And then they blew everything. And what I, what I kind of realized is that people, they kind of, I think they like to blow the money in a sense. Um, maybe we're all gamblers in a sense, but what that story really helped me realize is that if I can be a little different or learn, then maybe I don't have to go for the same lifestyle. And I'm going to post this on the description, but I've narrowed this down to 10 different rules that I now try to live by. And full disclosure, My job is not like a normal corporate job, so I can make a lot of money in one month and I can make zero, and that's happened to me in another month. So here are the 10 rules that I put together, and and I hope you find them helpful. Um, I try to live by them, but I struggle. Rule number one, and this is in no no, uh, order of importance. The first way to get ahead is to make money. The first, the way to get ahead is to make money like a rich person and live like a poor person for three years. The way to get rich is to do this for five years. And the way to get wealthy is to do this for 10 years. I know plenty of people who make 20K a month and they're broke. You might say, oh my God, that's crazy. But you make 20K, government takes seven grand if you have no tax sheltering. You're down to 13. You go have a $3,500 a month apartment because you think you're a baller. Okay, now you're down to 9,500. You've got a $1,000 a month car. You're down to 8,500. Okay. You spend a lot on clothes and going out and partying. Maybe you have a drug habit. It's gone before you know it. You know, you go to bottle service, etc. Like, it's it's easy to blow through money. And it's the second thing that I think is really important is not to not to um, you know not to deny yourself certain pleasures. Like, I'm on a diet and I kind of went crazy today because I just haven't eaten like carbs for so long. So have a vice. You know, if you want to have, go out and go to really good meals or you want to have cool clothes or you, I don't think it's really cool clothes, but you want a cool car or partying or trips, but choose one. Where, where I see people getting into trouble is they want the car, they want the partying, they want the clothes, they want Vegas, they want the watches. It's just, you can't have it all. The third one is a little, it's kind of sad, but the more you make, the more you'll get leached on. I love helping out friends when I had money. 
but don't be that person who gets, you know, their generosity taken advantage of. Don't become an unnecessary target. You act like a wealthy person or a rich person, people will want stuff from you. The fourth thing, and I think this is something that I really struggle with, is creating an income stream. You know, there's all these people with these online businesses. They're making 50, 100 bucks a month. That's my actual goal with my podcast. I want to create an income stream. You know, something that I think is something to value and also helps me. But I would say, you know, create some kind of income stream, 100 bucks a month, something where people are sending you checks. Uh, rule number five. There's 100 people at a party. 95 people there send checks to people, five collect them. You want to be in that five. And what I mean by that is if you're an investor and you're, I'm sure you're listening to this because you want to or you are an investor, you want to be the person that takes checks in. And that kind of thinking is really, really important. And it might, you know, when you go spend some money on something stupid, you say, hmm, maybe, maybe I don't want to do that. Maybe I want to put that to my investments. Um, this is my personal opinion on six. If you buy real estate, buy the shittiest house in the nicest neighborhood. Rich people want to live with other people. Maybe buy an up-and-coming neighborhood, but don't be that person that buys a crazy mansion in the shithole neighborhood. You know, I, I see this quite a bit, and I wish I'd listened to my mom on this. Like, most bad neighborhoods stay bad. If you're buying a neighborhood, like, hey, it's up-and-coming and you want to go in that transition, I get that. I've done that. But but don't buy in a neighborhood that don't go say, hey, I want a, I have a budget and I can get a 4,000 square foot house in the middle of nowhere, you know, where no one, like where the houses aren't valuable or in the ghetto. Or they say, hey, get a, get a 2,000 square foot house in a really nice area. My belief is get the 2,000 square foot because appreciation is the game that I'm in for real estate. Um, rule number seven. Don't tell your bosses or coworkers how much Bitcoin or your investments are. It's going to create like envy and investment. And I know as humans, we love to brag, but just don't, don't do it. Um, the seventh for me is kind of a very interesting idea, which is staying away from drugs. Uh, I've seen this people ruin people's lives and other like crazy habits. Like for some reason, Southern California is a big thing to do, be a party animal. But I, I just would say, just the amount of horrible pain I've seen and also the money drugs bleed people for money. It, it really, I mean, people can just spend everything. There's a, I think I called Scott Storch. He was a producer. He said he was making $30 million, I think a year or $20 million a year. And he spent it all. Spent it all. Drugs, girls, all the stuff. Uh, my ninth rule, don't be an asshole. Bad karma. I, I think that's a pretty simple way to live life. Try to be a good person. Um, I struggle with it, but I think that should be the goal. And my 10th rule, if you have tons of money, spend some money on yourself, but help some people like that helped you, you know, who was, I think you, what would make you happier is giving your, your parents a vacation or a car versus yourself, you know, or your, you know, take your friends out to dinner, maybe that the people that really care about you. Um, and, and those are my 10 rules. And what I would say is this. What's really important is understanding why it's, for me, it's so important to live by these, these rules. And I was having a conversation with someone today, and this is going to go into a bit of a rant, but think about the trends that have happened in the last 20 years, people. Interest rates have gone to zero. They just keep going down. 
debt keeps going up. The wealth divide, I saw a stat that the wealth divide between, and I did a podcast on this, the wealth divide between the top 400 richest Americans and the bottom 50% of Americans. I mean, just picture that, picture that. The top 400 richest Americans, you could fit that those people in an apartment building versus 150 million people, 160 million people. Not only have the top 400 richest Americans had a lot more than the bottom, the lowest, but the difference now has gone up by 300%, 3x. So that means the guy who lives in Bel Air, behind the gate, behind the gate, behind the ivy in Bel Air with a $30 million house, his wealth compared to the people on the streets in real purchasing power has gone up three times in the last 30 years. So he's got three of those houses now. Now, I believe that these trends will continue. And what that means is, if you do not own assets, you're becoming poor or poorer. Think about the housing market this year, okay? I sold my, two of my properties. I was wrong. Let's just say, say houses. St- transitory doesn't mean stops inflation. Transitory means just the, ro- the rate of inflation being high slows down doesn't mean prices fall back to where they are. So check this out. Let's say, let's say houses go up. If you're a real estate person, let's say houses go up two to 3% a year, maybe four, but let's say just say three, that million dollar house that you want to buy, which is now in Southern California is like a shit box. That's gone up by $30,000. If you're putting 20% down, that means if you save an additional $6,000, that's the down payment that goes there. The payment goes up unless rates go down. So why do I say that? Your... Your relative wealth is going down significantly. It's going down significantly. That's it. So, I guess what what I would say is that why this is so unbelievably important is is that this is not our i'm in almost 40 this is not our parents generation you're not gonna you know back in the day a guy could go to the ford motor factory and he could work for 20 years on the assembly line he was making the equivalent of like eight to nine thousand dollars a month in today's money and he got a pension that's not happening now it is of utmost important to pay attention it has amazing opportunities but if you don't pay attention You will probably get wrecked. I know I will. I'm not paying attention. I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, like, uh, everything's okay. I'm making some more money. And I thought I was smart because houses were going up. Look what's going on. You know, I'll talk about this in another episode. Congress is having an infrastructure bill stalled because of a stupid crypto provision. You have to pay attention. 
If not, you're done. You're, you're, you're shattered. And if the trends continue, you must get an asset or have at least a plan. You know, you're going to have friends, and I know this sounds like a rant. It is a rant. You're going to have friends and say, oh, yeah, well, you know, no one told me. I'm telling you, do some research. And if you say, you know what? You know what? I'm not going to do anything. Great. At least you did the research and you said, you know what? I'm not going to do anything. But, you know, if you don't do anything and you just decide, oh, I'm going to ignore it, you, can, you can't really blame other people or no one's going to care. It's on you. And that, to me, what is that most important? After 2020, I saw what happened. I never had life be the same. It couldn't be. The rules didn't make sense anymore. And, and the reason I think saving is so important and not spurging is because I think you're going to see it. You know, you're going to see people that are going to, you know, I personally believe that crypto is going to go a lot higher than it's going to crash. I've shared this thought with my friends. I love Bitcoin. I absolutely, and I'm not a trader by any nature of the book. I've been burned before. But that doesn't mean that people are not going to get burned with crypto. That doesn't mean that. And people are like, well, you know, this time is different. I, I don't know if this time is different with regarding, you know, people having massive leverage. Is it really different? And so I think you can either ignore the problem or take ownership of it. So that's my podcast. Um, let me know what you think about the 10 rules. It's something that really helps me because, you know, right now I've reduced. I was talking to a friend about this. I can't afford to live my life the way I used to. I can't afford to be that person that says, look, you know, I'll deal with it tomorrow. I'm almost 40. I can't push off these problems on 50. Now, that doesn't mean if you're 50, like, life's over. All that means is, is that you got to take it. You got to take your own death. You got to take, like, kind of your own destiny out there. And I hope this is not inspiring. It's not beating you down. So let me know what you think. Thanks. Good night.